What's up, my friends? Matt Prince here. This is the Matt Prince Podcast brought to you by theweaponizedman.com and Royal Fitness. Today's topic is this, the dip. All right, so it's that time of the day where I'm going to crack the monster, one of the Ultra Rosa pink ones, and uh, it's time to check in with you guys before I go and train. I um, I just finished up a bit of a ruck. I've started, uh, i got a weight vest. It's a 15 kilo weight vest. So I started wearing that. I got 30 minutes in with the dog and um, just walked around and fuck, I tell you what, like traps and stuff was smoked by the end of it. Heart rate was a bit higher than, than a normal walk. Good way to get some low impact conditioning in. So if you're looking for some low impact conditioning, rucking is a great way to do it. Um, I have done it in the past, but I was using um, I was using Chazzy's uh, weight vest actually. And um, that was in preparation for when I went and did the Machu Picchu Inca Trail hike. Um, so it's been a while, but I forgot how hard it was. <laughs> I got my own vest. I'm going to start doing it more often, take it out in the bush and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, anyway, now it's time to talk to you guys. And today, the topic of the dip, it's basically a spinoff of, uh, of, of this concept that Seth Godin talks about, and he also calls it the dip. He's got a book called The Dip. Great book. Basically, the idea is if you are looking to start something, Right, so say it's a business, right? If you're looking to start something, the first piece of time, how long ever that is, but when you're sort of a newbie to it, it's really exciting. Like you're learning new things, you're progressing really fast, like skills are stacking on top of each other. And it's all sort of really fun and new and exciting to, to go through. Um, but there becomes a point of time where that progress slows down and he calls that part the dip. And then you've got on the other side of it, you've got the best in the world, right? So if you can make it through that dip, you're a chance of making it as, as one of the one of the elite, right? And it got me thinking about training and, you know, it, it really applies to anything from any skill-based sport to business to um, education, whatever. But in terms of training, it's a big thing. So I see this happen a lot where people start and they progress, right? So somebody comes in and I, I work with a lot of guys, like we have... Um, you know, we've got guys and girls at Royal, but the predominant of the people that I I coach is the strength club in the in the guys side. And what I find, and it's not only just in that, like I've trained girls for years too. Um, and basically like it happens with both sexes and even with the, uh, the coaches who coach the girls side, they experience the same thing. It's a very frustrating thing for us as coaches, um, but basically what happens, and it's so common, like what happens is people start up, they're all excited, They've got these goals of transforming their body, becoming, you know, six-pack abs, shredded, jacked um, on the guy's side. The girls want to be lean, you know, tone up their, their body and, um, you know, reshape everything so they just look awesome and feel awesome. And that's, that process starts to happen, right? And results are really rapid. Like if you look at, a, a you know, any diet or any training program, the first sort of six to eight weeks, you can progress quite well right you can drop some drop some kilos um you can you know increase your fitness and your, your strength should basically not not double but close to you know in, increase every single week for that first period of time because it's all new right it's all new stimulus but after that sort of anywhere between say 8 to 16 to 20 week period you things will really start to slow down and you'll have to actually get to work, right? This is where you have to knuckle down and really push to break through to the next level, to the, to, to the, the new version of you, right? And we see it a lot where that's the time where people quit. 
right? Or back off or just get into their, get into the same habits and the same lull that they did at the start because they could do two days a week at the start and progress rapidly. When it comes time to need to up it, they're sort of used to doing two, so they don't increase. Um, and I always recommend, I say this to everybody at the start, like do the couple of days just to get your body used to it and then look at increasing as soon as possible, right? The more you do, the faster you'll progress. And it's not like you know within reason like following the the, the program obviously um if you you know maxing out every day and doing five hours a day like you'll probably still pro- progress pretty good just through sheer grit and will um but you know it's probably a more optimal way to train and that's where you know if you train say four days a week of, of strength doing the strength club stuff and then you might have a fifth and a sixth day doing you know sprints on one day and and you might go for a ruck or a hike or something on the other day you'll be very well rounded by that point so the idea of getting through this dip period it's it's the period where people give up but it's also the period where most people who do succeed separate themselves from the pack right this is where the this is where they really really shine now in terms of strength i see it it takes so there's, there's some people that i'm thinking of that have just had some extraordinary results um one of them a, a girl that we've we've trained for for years um she's lost a bunch of weight and doing all this good stuff but magically probably in the last i'd say last 12 months things have just gone to a whole new level like stronger actually just getting leaner like a her she's not even really sort of focusing on on losing weight so much anymore it's just about eating healthy and having those good habits that she's built over the last you know four or five years working with us um she's just really instilling them and being consistent with them and that's probably the key word there's consistency training really really hard doing her cardio stuff getting her you know trying out and doing some runs and walks and like just doing stuff right working really really hard and in my opinion, like her results have just been absolutely incredible, both in how she looks, but also how she performs and how she, how she feels, even the mental side of it, the things that she does outside of the gym, like all of that's excelling. And I think it comes down to just gritting her teeth and just going through that gap, right? And going through that dip and making it work. And it's really interesting to me seeing that. And I see it with some guys as well. I'm seeing some guys who are training in their home gyms right now, um, pretty much like, fitter and stronger and leaner and better all around than they've ever been right they've basically just committed to doing it and they're working really really hard they don't have you know the guys around them the training partners around them like like ideally they would but the progress has been rapid and it's really really exciting to me and what i see is this 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 transformation like when the gyms all reopen up they'll see how how much they've progressed compared to you know people that were either just sort of going through the motions or not doing anything at all they'll see that clear black and white and it's really exciting for them like it's a really good thing and it's not about competition with others but you constantly as humans we sort of um pit ourselves against other people right so we we base our not, not you know not our it might not be our strength in the gym but our progress in the gym we want it at a similar rate to those around us and when it exceeds the people the, the rate to compare to the people around us that makes you feel good about yourself right it's and usually it's just because they've done the work and gone really really hard and been committed with the diet and all that sort of stuff too sleep right 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 everything we talk about but my point is is the gap in the middle that dip in the middle between starting and and you're rapidly progressing and then when it gets hard that's the dip on the other side of that it is a 100 worth getting through there and pushing to to another side 
right? When you open up a magazine, they're the guys with the six packs on there. When you look at the, you know, the TV and you see the best sports stars, they're the ones that are there. Like everybody has that story of the guy who they used to play footy with, you know, the, 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 there's, there's a guy who played AFL, right? But then there was the guy in the team and it might've even been you that's, that tells yourself this story that you were as good as him in junior level, right? You were as good as that guy that made it. Now, the difference between you and that guy is you fucking quit and he didn't, right? He, he pushed through the hard parts. He pushed through the grind where you went out and got on the piss and chased girls or whatever. Like that's, that's the most common thing that I see is like this, this exceptional talent, you know, because they've sort of, I don't know, in their mind, they might've thought they'd made it. They thought they were the best already. So there's no need to keep pushing where that hard worker who may, may not have been the best at the time, but he's grinding through, he's made it to that top level. So this is super common. Now, there is some things when I talk about this and the way sort of Seth talks about it as well in his book is some things just aren't worth even starting, right? And I actually think this with training a, a fair bit. Like there is a lot of people who want to lose all their weight. I've had you know, the, the worst sort of thing that I had was one lady who wanted to be ready for a wedding and essentially she's like, yep, yeah, no, I want to lose. I think it was like 13 kilos or something she wanted to lose um, before her wedding and, you know, fit into this dress and all this sort of stuff. And, and I was like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, no worries. So how long until your wedding? And I think from memory, it was like three and a half weeks. <laughs> like it was just one of those timelines where I've gone, look, honestly, like I reckon we can drop a couple, but I can't, we can't do that. Like I can't help you without starving you and, you know, it's just not, it's too, too soon. Right. And somebody who, you know, isn't committed to anything long-term, I think just will never get that end outcome. And, and they're already telling themselves when they start that it's not going to work for them and they come up with reasons and it's really, really, it's kind of sad, but at the same time, it, it, it with the way we you know run the business is we've got like minimum term contracts and stuff. It weeds out those people that don't belong as well. That's why the culture at Royals a lot better than most other places because the you know most people join and and significant amounts of them are on a twelve month commitment. Right? They've just gone all in. They're basically and I call it the all in membership. Give them a discount for it. Like it, it's I think the discounts over five hundred bucks a year and pretty much the discounts there because they're the kinds of people that I want to work with. They're the kinds of people that are committed and they're all in. Now, I understand like some people, you know, don't know about their situation. They're not sure about the gym or whatever it is for them. Um, but usually what will happen is they'd sign up for the, the minimum term membership and then they will transfer over, right? Um, the ones that are sort of in the back of their head, they want to do it long term, but they're just unsure if they're going to move or, you know, what's going on here with work or whatever, right? So that's what happens very commonly. And then the gym is built up with a bunch of people who want to be there and want to progress and want to work through these dips, want to work through those plateaus. They get an injury, they rehab it, and they come back better and stronger. Like, this is what it's about. Now, if you are somebody who's sitting there and going, fuck, that's me. I'm, uh, I'm the guy that, or the girl that quits every time the dip happens. Every time it gets hard, I quit, right? And it might not just be in the gym, but it might be something going on in your life. It might be your career or relationships or, you know, whatever. Um, it might be in, your, in the gym. It might be in your fitness. I don't know. It's, you know, your thing. But if you're somebody who gets to that, that hard point, all the excitement wears off, all that fast progress wears off, 
and you start to, to stop, I want you to have a think about why. Why do you keep stopping? And, and then think, you know, there's two pieces to this. Should you have even started in the first place? Like for me, you know, if somebody asked me to start learning snowboarding, I just wouldn't bother. Like I don't want to, right? It's not, not for any other reason apart from like it would take me, you know, if, if I was to go away snowboarding for a three-day weekend, right? Never done it before. Never, ever, ever. Like I've skated and stuff and like it's fun, but, you know, I, I might be able to do it a little bit but I'm not willing to invest enough time to even make it close to getting through that, that dip and becoming good. So I'm not going to go out and buy the gear. I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to go to the snow every year. Like I don't really like the cold that much. Um, so there's a lot of reasons why I just wouldn't start snowboarding. So when people ask me, Hey, snowboarder, would you like to get into it? I'm like, nah, no. Nah. Rather than giving it a shot and seeing if I like it, I just basically blanket. No, nah, I'd rather put my time into, you know, my Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, my strength, you know, my, yeah, everything else that got going on, like, I'd rather do that. And I've made that clear decision. Now, there's a lot of people that need to make some clear decisions. And once they make that clear decision, they can really start to progress in the other things that they do want to, you know, pursue. So something to consider. Anyway, um, now, guys, if you have any, any, uh, anything that's, you know, sitting there and you're sort of plateaued out in, you may be in the bottom of the dip you may be ready to fucking leap forwards. And it's one of those things like you may, you might be sitting there and you may be in a position where the grind and doubling down on things that sort of just don't seem to be working right now. You may be at a point where if you do double down and you do go twice as hard, you do go twice as intense, you're more consistent than ever, all that sort of stuff. You'll end up like those people I was talking about before. You'll break through to that other side. You'll be that person who is leaner, stronger, fitter, healthier. You'll get those results that you actually want because you've just doubled down and gone through it, right? So you, it's it's part of the process, right? It is part of the process to slow down. But what will happen, I guarantee you, with these guys who I, I'm talking about that have progressed through the dip and they're, they're starting to really hit some, some really good numbers and some really good progress, they're going to hit another one soon. Right. The thing is, because they've done it before, they know sort of what to do to get through the next one. Um, and it's one of those fun games now where like every time you hit it, you sort of get better at getting through it. Right. Now I've found this in a lot of different things. Jiu-Jitsu is a clear one. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu basically is a sport where uh, you've got different rankings, right? So you've got a white belt, you've got a blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt. And if you are just getting started, pretty much for the first i'd say year and a half you're fucking terrible <laughs> like like terrible and you might beat up some other white belts and stuff like that but you get somebody who's a blue belt and they could be 20 30 kilos less than you in weight um not as strong not as fit uh, but just literally know where how to how to move your body and and they've got better skills right they're gonna basically strangle you or or take an arm like it's just gonna happen Right, you start to go up the up the ranks. Like I'm at a purple belt level now, and you know when I roll with purple belts, brown belts, black belts, like it's a fucking rough, rough time. It's a rough, rough time, and it's one of those things. Like you sit there and you've done it. You know, I've done it for four, five years or so, and I've had great progress, and I, you know, I'm, I'm getting better and all that sort of stuff always. But so is everyone else around you. So you don't, you don't really notice it. So it's one of those things. Like it, it doesn't build your confidence up every time you train. It's, uh, it actually, if anything, it makes you go, "Fuck, I've got to learn a lot more." Like there's this thing. Like now, there's a whole new 
level uh, world of problems that I need to learn to solve. And, uh, and that's the fun. That's the beauty of it. So I'm in, I'm in long term, like I'm fully invested in it, fully committed to it. You know, it's one of those things that I'm just never going to stop doing because I know how much I, I, I love it and how much I benefit from it. But at the same time, it's, it's probably one of the biggest grinding sports that you could have, right? Like you, you basically, if, when you do it, injuries happen, you know, you're getting hurt. Like that's the sport, nature of the sport. You're trying to hurt each other, um, you know, respectfully, obviously with your good training partners and stuff, but you are, you're getting your neck reefed on, you're getting knuckles dug into places you don't want to, um, you know, things get stuck, accidents happen. Uh, but on the other side of that, right? Like uh, the blue belt, they call it the blue belt blues. That's when most people, they'll, they'll get through their white belt years, which I don't know how long it might take them. It might take them two, three years to get their blue belt, depending on the levels and stuff like that. Um, and the the quality of the gym that ranks them and stuff like it, it you can get that blue belt. And a lot of people drop out at that point because if they realize, fuck, there is so much more that I need to learn so much more progress to be made. And they don't know, you know, if they just double down for the next year and a half, two years, that's where they'll make the most progress. And, uh, and that's what I've found to be true. I found my, my, my blue belt and so far my early days in purple belt, really, really exciting, really explorative. Um, but at the same time, if I, you know, keep worrying about, uh, beating up brown belts and black belts, like it's just, uh, it's just going to ruin the experience for me. So you got to constantly try and learn where you, where you need to and just keep keep to the process, keep consistent. Anyway, that's a jujitsu pep talk. That's you know, completely side note. But guys, I've got a question for you to wrap up the podcast. Where in your life are you currently stuck in a dip? And is it time to quit or is it time to double down? And when I say time to quit, it's okay to quit if you're doing it strategically to move to a new thing to move to another level or if you double down will you come through and actually you know be good and succeed and, and have some success in what you want to achieve so what area of your life is that happening for you right now and start attacking it strategically anyway that's all i've got for you today guys if you have any questions feel free to hit me up uh if you can uh share this up with friends and family and stuff i'd appreciate that it's always good to to have new listeners to the podcast even though i'm just rambling a lot of the time drinking monsters and having a good time uh i do appreciate that but guys talk to you soon have a great one bye